Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where together we're working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is a coaching and consulting program for people who want to learn how to use real estate to build wealth and primarily a second stream of income that meets and exceeds their wants and needs. We're investing in everything from single family homes all the way to big three, four, five hundred unit apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, senior living. We're in the process of building our first high-rise. I think there's actually eight different complexes being purchased this month alone by the members of Total Wealth Academy. And um, about 20% of our members are active investors. In other words, they run the property, they deal with it. And then 80% of our members are passive investors. They join Total Wealth Academy so they can invest passively in these deals that I've been describing. And today I'm going to bring on a guest that has mastered something that changed my life. It's a thing called wholesaling. And wholesaling can be done without cash or credit. It's a way to get started even if you're in the worst financial position possible, uh, which I was after, you know, they cut my pay back when I was 27. Uh, They cut my pay. I was already living paycheck to paycheck. So when they cut my pay by 20 grand a year, you can imagine I was now 20,000 a year behind in payments. And I ended up with no money, bad credit. And so I started off wholesaling. What wholesaling is, is simply put, you, cre- you go build a list of buyers, that's step one, and these would be people with money and credit, you know, people that can actually buy income-producing real estate. And then you go out and you hustle and you find good deals. You get them under contract in your name, that way no one can steal the deal from you, and then you present it to your buyer's list. And then one of them buys it. They use their good credit, their money to buy it, and you get paid a finder's fee. And I made anywhere from 5000 to $10,000 a month when I first started out. And there was one month where I actually made $40,000 in one month. But my average was probably between ten dollars and $12,000 a month. But the reason I love wholesaling is because that was more money than I was making working 60 hours a week. And it only took me about 10 hours a month to wholesale a house. If I did two, maybe it took me 15 hours. So for me, wholesaling made me rich. Not financially rich, but in every other way. I was able to quit my job. I was able to spend time Um, rebuilding my relationship with my wife and what I mean by that is when I was working 60 hours a week 
as you can imagine, you know, that puts a lot of stress on your relationship. I almost lost her. And when I was able to quit my job, I was able to invest the time necessary to save the marriage. And then, of course, um, have our kids. And I was able, with all that free time, I was able to raise my own kids. You know, it's to me, that was rich. Um, so it's a very powerful tool to get started. And what it does is it eliminates any excuse for not getting started. I mean, what's your excuse? You don't need credit. You don't need money. What are you going to tell me? You don't have time. You don't have 10 hours a month to make 10 grand. See, it eliminates excuses and allows people to get going. But you do have to be wise with it. And the reason is wholesaling is a job, just like flipping is a job. You go out, you find a house, and you wholesale it, or you go out and find a house, rehab it, and sell it. You spend the money, then you got to go out and find a house, flip it, spend the money, got to go out and find a house, flip it. It's earned income. It's a job. I got addicted to it because I was making so much money with it. Well, what to me was a lot of money. And I got addicted to it and spent about three years doing nothing but wholesaling and flipping. And it wasn't until the third year that one of my mentors called me out and said, look, okay, great, you're flipping, but you don't own anything. You have no assets. And it woke me up to what I was doing, and I bought my first rent property literally within a month of that meeting. And if you follow this conversation, conversation, you'll notice there's a path. It starts with wholesaling, goes to flipping, and then goes to single-family rental. But there's more. After I got pretty good with single-family rentals, I figured I'd try a little apartment, and I bought a 10-unit apartment. That was a fiasco the first year because my quote-unquote mentor backed out of the deal at the closing table. He backed out of the deal at the closing table. And I was left sitting there with $10,000 hard-earned money up. I had to talk the seller into going ahead and selling to me, and I did. And like I said, the first year... Since I didn't have a mentor, I didn't know what I was doing, and and I goofed everything up. It took me about a year to really figure out that apartments are completely different from single family. They don't run the same. Just because you can run 100 single family homes does not mean you can run a 10-unit apartment. They're totally different. Then I started going into larger apartments, and then I eventually learned about passive investing. And once I learned about passive investing, I sold everything I had and went 100% passive investing because that is the end in mind. I'm borrowing from Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Affected People, greatest book ever written. It's, It's just phenomenal. It was named the most influential book of the 20th century, The Seven Habits of Highly Affected People by Dr. Stephen Covey, where you always begin with the end in mind. You think about where you want to be 
10 years from now, five years from now, four years, whatever the circumstance is. Well, for every one of you listening to this, your ultimate goal is to have enough passive income that it meets and exceeds your wants and needs, your bills and then money for romance, travel, and so on. So if you draw a line across a whiteboard, on the left you would put wholesaling, a little bit to the right of that you would put flipping, a little bit to the right of that you would put single family rental, a little bit to the right of that you'd put, and we're heading to the right if this makes sense. Next to that you put a little apartment complex, next to that you put a big apartment complex and then passive investing which is the ultimate goal. What I want to make sure that you understand is you want to start as close to the finish line as possible. The finish line being passive income. So if you have $70,000 or more, you can skip wholesaling, flipping, single family rentals, small apartments, and go directly to passive investing. Begin with the end in mind. Your goal is to have enough passive income to meet and exceed your wants and needs. Start with passive investing. But if you don't have $70,000 or more, then you're probably going to need to start with one of the other in one of the other areas further to the left. But you want to start, don't wholesale, don't flip. If you can buy rentals, that would be doing it backwards. All right, when we come back, my guest will be here and we'll talk about wholesaling. I'm pretty excited to talk to him. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I do have a guest coming on, but before we go to our guest, I want to answer a listener's question. He is called in from Northwest Houston. His name is Bruce. Uh, Bruce, thank you so much for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me okay? I sure can. How can I help? We're considering building a couple garage apartments here at our property, and um, I understand that design builds builder is the best way to go with this and the other question I have is is it best it, how, does, how does it work when you take your money out of your 41, 401k don't you have to pay a penalty on that yeah if you're under 59 and a half if you pull the money out of the 401k to do it well, I'm, I'm 75 okay so no there'd be no penalty um, it would just be the income tax based on the amount you brought out how much are you thinking about pulling? Well, we're not we're not sure about that yet. But twelve hundred and thirty-two square feet is what we have, and I'm thinking we can get two apartments out of that. Yeah, the you know I don't think it would really you wouldn't take a huge hit, Bruce. There is a way to leave it in the four hundred one k and self direct it 
challenge is, Bruce, the profit from the rent would have to go back into the 401k. Oh, really? Before you pulled it out. So it would depend on your strategy. If you're trying to build a second income stream that comes to you, then pull the money out of the 401k, pay the taxes, and then the income comes to you. If you don't care, you can leave it in the 401. Okay. Did that help? Have you got any any feedback on what um, an apartment built like this new 600 feet, let's say square feet, would would rent for? You know, it's going to depend on the area of town. There's a service online called um, HomeInvestorTool.com. Okay. HomeInvestorTool.com. And what you do is you put your address in there, uh-huh. and it will tell you what that and, and description of the property. You'll have to find a property that's similar to it, uh-huh. but it will tell you what it will rent for. That's going to be the problem. One of the one of the main advantages I think here, besides the apartments being new, is we have a, a really large grass backyard for dogs. We have a swimming pool, and those are amenities that are going to be kind of hard to to find a comp for. Yeah, you may want to just uh, shop a couple of apartment complexes near you that have pools that have, you know, similar amenities and just see what their one bedroom, 600 square foot, is renting for. And That's then what I'll do. Shop it, put it in the green sheet, talk to people at that price, and if you get too much response, raise the price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you don't get any response, lower the price. Okay, that's great great advice. Thank you very much. All right, Bruce, good luck. Okay, let's bring on our guest, Nathan Payne. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can, very clear. Um, Thanks for calling in. Um, I was describing in the first segment how, Nathan, when I first started, all I did was wholesale. And the reason was I had bad credit and no money. So it was really the only thing I could get myself into. So there's a special place in my heart for wholesaling. But I also warn people, you know, wholesaling is a job. You you make the money, then you got to go do another one, another one, another one. So most of the people progress to rental property where they get the passive income or semi-passive, depending on how big they are. Um, But you've got – you – specialize in wholesaling why don't you tell us a little bit to start off about your history and what your background is in wholesaling yeah and and i heard i heard that part and i agree with you so much i think wholesaling is a good way a good stepping stone into other avenues of real estate like yeah like you explained so um, what I do specifically is I, I uh, reverse wholesale, which is uh, – I, my last name's Payne, so I call it painless wholesaling because I feel like it's a uh, less painful way to wholesale. I, I basically find buyers in my market and, um, and, and find out what they want, and then I go f- either search it from other wholesalers, the MLS, from specific marketing to those areas. So that's kind of how I've taken wholesaling and not made it so – such an aggressive, you know, marketing thing. Uh, it, it is a job still, like you said, but it's a it, it requires less of my time now that I have my established buyers and I know exactly what they want. And I, in my class on wholesaling, I actually teach people build your buyers list first. Hundred percent. 
and the I see people out there, they automatically think if I've got a great deal, buyers are going to fall out of the sky to get it, and that's not how it works. No, doing it your way, right now. You, doing it your way is pure genius. You know, hey, what do you want? <laughs> now I'll go find it. Hey, you said you wanted this. Do you still want it? Yes. Great. Sign here. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. What, what, and, and for example, this morning I had a call from uh, one of my, uh, he helps me with my marketing. And he's like, hey, look, man, I have a lot of money uh, laying around that I, I don't want to pay taxes on. Uh, what should I do? Uh, you know, we're just having a conversation. He does my marketing, so we don't really talk too much about real estate. And I said, hey, this is exactly what I do. You tell me what you want. And I re- reverse engineer this thing, and you tell me the area, the bedrooms, the bath, the location, and I'll keep my eyes peeled uh, for you. And if I bring you something, then you obviously have no problem paying me a, a wholesale fee, right? You know, and he's like, yeah. So uh, there's many different ways to, to help people. It doesn't just have to be cash buyers, and that you could bring a deal to someone that has a, is going to get a mortgage, and maybe they can cut you uh, like a mark, a finder's fee, something like that. Well, is this guy, are you going to help him find a personal residence or is he going to do some investment? Investments, yeah. So he, cool. he has some money that he has uh, that he has invested in his business that he wants to put into an asset so he can, you know, pay a little bit less taxes. So he's, he's coming to me for advice. So I'm saying, hey, look, you know, if you need a, par- a property that you can buy on terms, maybe you need to buy it, uh, go get, a, get qualified for a mortgage, but I can find you what you're looking for. And, and I'm basically, I feel like wholesalers, they're just, if they do this strategy, they're like glorified bird dogs, right? They're just looking for properties that meet their buyer's needs and getting paid, uh, you know, percentage or a commission for it. What do you, what do you generally charge? If you go find me a home with twenty or thirty thousand dollars equity after rehab and you know four or five hundred dollars a month cash flow, um, what do you generally get for that? Is it five thousand, ten thousand, what? You know, it really depends. My rule is that I have for my flippers, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help them make 15 to 20% of the ARV as their net profit. So as long as they're making that, they don't really care what I make. So I don't have a general like, okay, I'm trying to make 15 on every deal. I try to get them a deal and then work in whatever I can. And that can usually be a large, you know, $50,000, $75,000 deal, or it can be five or 10. But for me, it's, it's a, it doesn't really matter because it's more of a volume thing. Yeah, that's – I hope people were listening when you described what you just described. That's the truth. I had uh, – I bought quite a few homes from wholesalers, and mm-hmm. one guy, the guy made fifty grand. I didn't care. I was getting right. a great deal too. I don't care if other people make a lot of money as long as it's a fair deal for both of us. Whereas exactly. I know some people, they are a little greedy, you know, and they don't want you to make too much money. You know, you just pass them on. Say, Take them off your buyer's list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah, and for, for me, as long as, you, like, I'm in the same way. I buy too, and I fix and flip. But, you know, if someone did a great job on a negotiation, but they can still give me a great deal, yeah, like, sure, make whatever you need to make on it. It doesn't matter to me. And I like your number, too. That's the number I recommend, too, 15 to 20% when it's all said and right. done. Um, and, and this is uh, the problem that's been kind of going on with wholesaling over the last few years is you could get anything at a slight discount because of the pandemic and the inventory was low, and you could just wholesale it. Now it's not that easy, so 
a lot of wholesalers are exiting the industry. They're they're quitting because they're they don't have the skill set of developing the relationships and then you know selling it to to who who they know, right? Because over the last two years, you could just market text blast, email. I mean, um, you know, RVM, whatever you do, pay per click, and you'd pay, you spend, and then leads would come in, and you you do move them. But now it's like if you're spending that kind of money still, it's a little risky. I mean, the marketing is it's harder to convert those leads. Yeah, and it is funny. Oh, how do I put this without being? I don't want to be mean, but it's times like these where you find out who the real business people are. Right, right. Those amateurs that you know they buy a set of books and they or they read a book on wholesaling and they think they're going to go out there and do it. They disappear, and the next thing you know, there's fewer deals, but there's way 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 fewer people looking for them so we actually end up doing more deals are you right. seven figure flipping sorry is say that, it again what give me your website please so mine is uh called well it's investordrive.com that's the one that i mainly use for that's more of coaching uh okay. my website for my business it's actually it's called offronhomes.com but it's it's actually down right now Oh, okay. Well, I'm at investorthrive.com, and is that the one you want me to share with the listeners? Yes, yeah. That that's more. Of, so, what I do is I I teach people how to get their first or next deal with little to no marketing spend because that's what I do. I don't like to spend marketing, even though marketing is important. I'd rather get deals with uh, no money. That's what I do. That's what I should teach people. All right, hold on just a minute, and we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Nathan Payne. He'll be back after the break to explain that zero down. Uh, Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Nathan Payne, who is a master wholesaler, but he also is building wealth and passive income, uh, too. So you can find him online at InvestorThrive.com, InvestorThrive.com. Before I bring him on, I'm sure I'm going to get this question. You teach wholesaling. Why would you bring somebody else on the show that teaches wholesaling? It's because when I learned all of this material, I didn't learn it from one person. I learned it from multiple people. I had probably, I would say, six to seven courses on wholesaling, all from different people. Um, Nathan may say something that you've heard me say before, but he'll say it in a way where it gels and you understand it. And you can take action on it. Um, You heard me say it 10 times, but for some reason, just the way he said it, it becomes more effective. I believe 
people should have multiple mentors. Um, I believe that people should invest in multiple, especially for something like wholesaling and flipping. Because um, I'm trying to think of uh, Than Merrill, his wholesale Bible of wholesaling. Great book. I learned so much from it. And I, and I, I didn't have it when I was wholesaling. I just read it a couple of years ago. Um, Nathan's educational program. I mean, it's it, just, if it's not gelling, keep studying. Um, Nathan, what do you think of that concept? Oh, I, I agree. Uh, I agree 100%. I've had multiple mentors. I continue to get mentors because you're right. Like, um, I was talking to someone today, the same guy I was telling you about that has the money that he wants to invest. And I talk, was talking about subject to and creative financing. And uh, he's, he's heard it multiple times. You know, he's heard it from Pace Morby, a couple of the other uh, influencers, I guess, in the space that teach that. But I explained it in a way, and he's like, wow, you just made it so simple for me. And I'm like, you know, I, I just explained it how I explained it. But it was interesting because it was like a revelation for him. Just the way I explained it helped it click finally. So it's, I think it's true, you know, having multiple mentors is, uh, is, the way to, is the way to go. I remember when I first read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I went through the book, and he was saying the same thing that I'd heard Jim Rohn say, the same thing that uh, Zig Ziglar had said, that Tony Robbins was saying. But he said it in a way that gelled with me. And I got more out of that right. book than I did the others. But then the funny thing was when I went back and reread the others, I got so much more out of them. So, yeah, I think it's important to get multiple points of view. Let's go back sure. to your point about, one, keeping the marketing costs low, which is a huge headache for any wholesaler, right. and then the zero-down deals on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um it's so important because I, I, I don't, if anybody that's listening to me doesn't, hasn't done this before, it's called joint venturing, JVing. It's when you, um, when you have a buyer for someone else's wholesale deal and you come together and you work together in unison and you split the deal. I mean, that's, that's another way I keep my deals really low. Uh, sorry, my uh, marketing budget really low is I, I help because I have the buyers in my pool in my, in Salt Lake City, Utah specifically. I do do this nationwide, so I, I can do this do deals anywhere, but because I, I'm known as the guy in my market that has buyers, I, someone can bring me a deal where they've spent all the time, energy, talking to the seller, negotiating, and they come to me and say, hey, I just need a buyer, and I say, okay, let's do it. Let's split it, or let's do a, you know, the, let's split the, the deal a certain amount away, um, and then I just bring the buyer, we connect it, and then the, the deal is done. So that's, that's another way that I, um, you know, keep my costs really low on marketing. When you do market, and you do spend the dollars. What do you think the best dollar spent is? That's such a good question. I mean, the thing the thing is, over time, it's it's it changes from what I've seen. I mean, when I first started four years ago, text marketing, text blasting people was like the greatest thing because the you know not a lot of people had discovered it. Um, you know, high response rate. But now texting, from my experience, you can still get deals, but it's just not as good. And, you know, shifted over to cold calling. Cold calling might not have been as good, you know, over the last two years, but now it's picking up. But uh, it really just goes with you just always have to be changing, in my opinion, when it comes to marketing and see what works. 
But my experience has been texting, cold calling, and pay-per-click. Those have been the best marketing strategies when you pay. A lot of people out there going, oh, I hate rejection. Um, how do you handle... Um, I'm, I'll tell you, Nathan, this is how I would date when I was in college. I would mm-hmm. go to a bar... And I'd go, hey, you want to dance? No. You want to dance? No. You want to dance? No. You want to dance? Yeah. You want to dance? Yes. Excellent. Let's go. (laughs) So I've never had a big problem with cold calling and getting rejected. You know, how do you handle it? Well, I mean, I had sort of a similar experience to that where where rejection was just forced upon me. I went on a two-year mission for my church when I was 19 years old till I was 21, where all I did was knock on doors and talk to people about Jesus. And there was uh, more rejection than you'll ever <laughs> have when you're talking to people about Jesus. That's religion, a good experience, right, right so, there. So for two years, I did that. That kind of got that kind of killed any anxiety or any worry I would have about someone saying no. And then after um, my mission, I went to college and I, I got into door-to-door sales. Which you know, you get what you knock a hundred doors, you get yeah. what eighty no's. Maybe twenty come in, come on ends, and you can close maybe six or seven a day. So yeah, it's just a part of the game. You just gotta gotta go. You gotta look for the nose. I mean, that's that's a, that's a part of the process. You can't be scared of them. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Yeah, one of the things that I did that I picked up from Zig Ziglar was I, if I called twenty people and I got one yes and one deal. Then the next time I knew that I had to get 19 no's to find a deal. So psychologically, it flip-flopped in my head that no's were actually good because they're getting me closer to a yes. So that helped a lot. Let's talk about the zero-down deal. Um, What kind of zero-down deals are you seeing currently? Zero-down, like you are you referring to like on creative terms? Yeah, creative terms. Um. I don't really dabble too much with uh, creative at the moment. I know there's a lot more opportunities coming across, but for me to find zero down, you know, I, I haven't been as lucky <laughs> to find those. Those are, those are amazing. Um, I've, I, I've come across, you know, you know, they want as much down as possible. I'm talking to a buddy right now who's a little behind on his, and, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of throwing back and forth five, five to ten down uh, with a balloon in a couple years. If no, if, if for everyone that doesn't know what that means, it's just instead of going to get a bank loan, uh, for like getting finance from the, a bank, uh, you can go to someone that owns the property outright or assume their mortgage and uh, structure a deal with them instead of going to to a bank. So it's it's just called creative financing. Yeah, the the zero downs that we're seeing are primarily with bridge loans or hard money loans. Um, yeah. We didn't see any in 2021. I mean, it was, no. oh, my God. Um, right. And then now they're starting to come back. One of my mortgage brokers said he had six zero-down deals in, on his desk. So, And he don't, only yeah. does 20 or so deals a month, so that's a high percentage. But for those of you listening, with a hard money loan, let's say you got a $200,000 house that you can buy and rehab for one fifty. That's a zero-down deal because they'll give you 75% of the ARV, the after-repaired value, the 200000 mm-hmm. That's the only ones I'm seeing unless it's an owner-finance deal, you know, where right, somebody right. owns it free and clear, and then we're seeing a few subject twos that are zero-down. But the average right now 
is between 15 and 20 out of pocket. What are you seeing on rental properties? I would say about that's about the same. You know, anything in the 40s, the 50s, anything bigger than that, most most people won't even do right because that's pretty much the same as just getting a traditional financing. You know, if you got to put 15 to 20 percent down, I, I agree with that. I, it's just not worth it. It probably yeah. means it's, the deal's not that good too. If right. you're having to put that much out. Um, yeah, especially if they, you have to put any money into it, right? Like, let's say you put 15, 20 down, and then you got to put an additional, what, like 10, 15, 30 into getting it rent ready or right. able to, you know, sell on a wrap. Like, it doesn't make sense. So, so it's, it's interesting. You have to find the right deal in the right situation when it comes to the terms. But, you know, if you can, they're great deals. I forgot to ask, how many, uh, let's stick to single family, which includes four units and down. How many fourplex, triplex, duplex, single-family homes have you uh, wholesaled over over your career? So, you know, it's, I, I wish I did it, kept a better number, but I think I've done around 130, 140 deals in the last wow. four years. Um, so that's, that's, that's been me, but I've also had a team involved that hasn't just been me. So yeah, it's around that. That's really cool. So you're, that's pretty aggressive. Um, I think it took me three years, about three years to get to that point. But, you know, I had a hellacious buyer's list. Hellacious. Anything I could find, I could sell. We got to go to break, Nathan. Uh, hold on, please. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. We'll talk more after the break. Thanks for listening. an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Nathan Payne, master uh, wholesaler. He's figured out ways to keep marketing costs down. He's figured out ways to do um, a lot of stuff to save you a lot of money. You can find him online at InvestorThrive.com, InvestorThrive.com. He's also got some coaching you can discuss and he's got a free course you can sign up for too, which would be a good sample way to experiment with his teaching style and see if it's a fit. So check out InvestorThrive.com. Now, I got a cool uh, email from one of the listeners. Let me give the email out for everybody else. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And you can email me during the show, after the show, anytime, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no problem. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, let me see if I'm allowed to use his name. Yeah, Mark. Mark goes, I, I think I'm going to join Total Wealth Academy to build my buyer's list and take Nathan's course. Um, Mark, that's a doggone good idea because at Total Wealth Academy, you can build your buyer's list in a very short period of time. I would say you could probably meet 30 or 40 buyers, if you come to all the monthly events, you pick up four or five at each event, 
um, it take you a couple of months to come up with a 30 or 40 person buyers list and then use the techniques you learned from Nathan. And we have a small class on wholesaling as well. Incorporate that too. But thanks for the kind words. And his we- I'll send you a link to Nathan's website after the show. So thanks for the email, Mark. Uh, that's pretty wild, isn't it, Nathan? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, amazing. that's amazing. And and honestly, guys, it's all it's all about buyers. It all is. And and if you go to my free course that's on my site, I actually show you every step, every process to build your buyers list, buyers list uh, through uh, free means. I have a I have a, a mind map where I've 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 actually documented the every step to do a wholesale deal. Just I just give it out because it's all it's important to kind of know my like you said. You have a process. I might have something different. Check it out um, because I, I lay, lay out all the different types of buyers. You have landlord buyers. You have uh, flippers. I even call realtors buyers because they usually have the relationships with the cash buyers. So I, I, I have them, how to find them, realtors that represent cash buyers. Wholesalers also can bring you buyers. And, uh, I mean, there's just, there's just so many different ways to find a cash buyer. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to, I lay it out. So anyway, I just want to throw that in there because cash buyers are key right now. Yeah. Especially, yeah, this, especially if they're going to raise the, the interest rate again, because we're looking at Nathan, our single families that we're buying right now, maybe two or $300 a month, positive cash flow. Whereas, you know, two years ago we were getting four or five, $600 per deal. Yeah. So this interest rate, but the good news is, I don't think they'll keep it high past early 2024. I have a couple of friends that sit on boards at banks, and they're mm-hmm. saying that's mm-hmm. what the Fed's saying. They're going to start lowering that uh, inflation should stabilize in 2023, and then they'll start lowering the interest rates again in early 2024. Then you refinance, and boom, then you're back up to four or five, $600 a month cash flow per deal. Phone yeah, lines are good. open, by the way. That's if you've good. got a question for Nathan or myself, give us a call at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Sorry to interrupt, Nathan. What were you about to say? Oh, no, I was saying that's great news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was just, I knew they were going to raise the rates. I didn't mm-hmm. think they'd do it that fast and that much. Um you know, smashing the stock market, smashing the real estate market. You know, it's, uh, I, I think it was Friedman who said, the government solution to a problem is almost always as bad as the problem. And yeah. I think that's yeah. exemplified by increasing these rates. I do think they needed to do it. You know, it has slowed down inflation. We needed to smack that. Um, but I just hope they don't hold it too long to prove yeah. their point. Yeah. So, so what's the future for Nathan? Where where are you headed as far as your real estate investing? Well, I mean, what I'm really passionate about and what I'm really excited about is um, the community. I think that's so important because when I first started wholesaling, I uh, it's just the way I am. I like to network. I like to talk to people. So when I first started, luckily because I had a great community of people that I networked with, I was able to do deals that uh, I wouldn't have been able to do without help. Like I have an example uh, of one. When I first started within my first like four or five months, we got a, a lead 
once we started running pay-per-click, we started when I was like, you know, a couple months in, I, I we started a campaign with a Google AdWords nerd. And uh, a guy calls in, says, I need to sell my house in two days. Can you get it done? I had no idea. I did no idea how to get a house purchased in two, or sold in two days. So I called up a friend that was a wholesaler and he said, yeah, it's, you got a great deal. Let's buy it. We, they, they, with his help, we were able to close on the deal within a day. And then, uh, you know, we, we fixed, they cleaned it up, sold it on the MLS, and we made $100,000 on it. Wow. We split it 50-50. Now, I would have lost out on that if I was brand new or without help because I wouldn't, I don't, you know, not a lot of people know how to buy a house in less than two days, right? Yeah. So what I'm building in, in Investor Drive is, is like a community. Like, hey, you don't have to know everything. Um, to, to do deal. You can be completely brand new, new, not knowing anything. And if you find a motivated seller, you can bring it to, to you, for example. I'm sure you, you, you're willing to help out uh, someone if they have a deal. You'd either buy it or you'd help them. That, that's what the future looks like for me is I will continue to do real estate, but my goal is to create a community where it's not just about wholesaling. It's about you know all the extra strategies, and I want to bring in specific experts like yourself to the community where um, if someone has questions about land development, well, I'm not your guy. I don't know how to do that, but you can get in touch with John, the land developer, right? So that's, again, that's the future for me is uh, a community where people feel welcome and they don't have to be the expert, but they can lean on other people's expertise. You bring up a point that um, when I first heard it, I didn't absorb it, but it's that point, and I'm sure you've heard it. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And when you build a big community, I'll, I'll give you an example in my own life. I don't let people call me a self-made millionaire because I had a hundred people on my team, over a hundred people on my team, wholesalers, um, realtors, mentors, mortgage brokers, attorneys, CPAs. And when you build that community, it's amazing how quickly wealth starts to build for you. And, and I use it, I say it that way because it was like weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I've got 20 houses. I started with five and now I've got 20. And I did it in way shorter time than I did the first five or whatever the circumstance was. Um, yeah, you're right. Building your team is so important. And when you build a community, it's just amazing. And the, the other thing, Nathan, back me up on this or share with me what you think of this. Have you ever asked for help and not gotten it? No, not at all. Like, and that's one of the things that I've learned is, uh, through being an entrepreneur and trying to, you know, achieve my goals is people want to help you succeed. Like, you know, people want to see you achieve your goals. So if you put yourself out there, you're going to, yes, of course, you're going to get some no's. Some people don't have time, but don't stop. I mean, I put myself, that's how I got, you know, how many of you are chatting right now. I put myself out there and uh, that's, that's all it really takes. Yeah, the Steve Jobs brought that up. Um, not a lot of people know this, but do you know he got the parts for his first computers from by calling up Packard, who apparently lived near him, and Packard said, yeah, Steve, just come down to the house. I got a garage full of old computer parts. You can have them. <laughs> Crazy. And Steve Jobs brought up the point that he's never asked for help that he didn't get get it and so I started yeah. looking at my life and found the same thing 
All right, Nathan, I sure appreciate it. Again, his Nathan's website, if you want to get in touch with him, is InvestorThrive.com, InvestorThrive.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Nathan. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, and you know, I'd love to continue to network with you. If there's anything I can do to help you out or serve your community or serve you know, any of the people that you work with, let me know, all right? All right, will do. You take care. Okay. Yep. All right, bye-bye. Okay, let me get to a couple of emails here. Again, my email is open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, we are at 59, 259, so I think we're at the end of the show. Those of you that did email me, I will email you after the show and try to answer your questions by email. All right, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.